0: Blog Talk Radio. It's now time for Breaking Chains with P31 Ladies Night, where we work to give females increased self-esteem, establish a healthy self-identity, and motivate females to obtain high, noble character as detailed in Scripture. Get involved in the conversation by calling in at 858-357-9137 or catch the live stream at www.blogtalkradio.com backslash yat Radio.
1: Boy, boy, boy! God bless you! God bless you! God bless you! I greet you in the name of God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Let me tell you something. Uh, this must be finna be a powerful show because listen, the listen this this system here, boy. I tell you, this show started 30 minutes ago. System went down. Had to go in and so, anyway, it, we're here. God bless you. Uh, we thank God for the opportunity uh let us humble ourselves and go before the throne of god in prayer lord god we come in the name of your son jesus the christ lord god throwing our hands up giving you all the honor glory and praise thanking you for your holy spirit lord god taking place to give us comfort and strength lord god ordering in our steps keeping us with patience and self-control lord god and speaking against the enemy in the name of jesus it says at the name of jesus the devil has to flee so we say jesus 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 are oh, we going to call him in his hebrew name Yeshua the hamashiach we bless you oh lord god we ask that you break chains tonight lord god as the p31 ladies come before you tonight lord god and speak to you father god and speak to your people tonight lord god comfort them and strengthen them place your hedge protection around us lord god Thank you for the many blessings upon us and our families. It's time to break chains on YAT Radio. Continue to bless and keep us is our prayer. In Jesus' mighty name, amen, amen, amen. Everybody suit up, put on your full armor of God. You know what time it is. Time to break chains. YAT Radio is signing on. I got to play this right here because it's our season. Let's break chains. It don't matter what it look like. It don't matter what it feels like. It don't even matter what nobody else think, you understand? It's my season, man. And I'm taking it off the top know just like right that, heard you understand? Get it out the mud, I yeah. so ain't got time for no playing Cause he face work if by love yeah. And I love the fact that these slain me, And I give it back when I praise him And fulfill the purpose he gave me. Uh. Waiting on the direction And surrounded by his protection I know
0: we to breaking chains
1: call in live during the show at 858-357-9137 and listen live on our
0: website at youngadultstalk.org
1: all right all right all right it's time for me to turn the microphones over y'all i tell you and let these ladies get busy uh because uh this system you know it, it was it was under attack but god got us so we good so let's get ready to open up the microphones break chains with the p31 ladies i'm uh, gonna open up the microphone to my sister Sonia. uh the mic is all yours Take over your show. Let's right, let's break change, y'all. Let's go. Good evening. And welcome to the P31
2: latest night with your host, Sister Dallas, Sister Amy, Sister Tanya, Sister Sharia, and yours truly Sonya. But first, can we open up with prayer?
1: Yeah, y'all can, y'all can pray again. Go ahead. I prayed over y'all, but y'all can pray again. It's your show.
2: Oh, you pray oh, it We pray, okay. If you prayed of us, we're covered in the blood. Tonight's show is part two from last week's show, Marrying Well. Our scriptures are Proverbs 31, 10, and 11, 1 Peter 3 and 7, and Genesis 2 and 18. So sit back and relax, and let's break some chains, ladies. Amen. Amen. My first question for the evening is, while in a relationship, how do you stay focused and motivated, Sister Sharice? Can you answer that question for me? I guess I would have to say, yeah, um, with
3: that, it's, it's it's like they say about the flesh that dies daily, and um, it's it's a renewing of the spirit every day. Um, my husband and I, you know, we like to we like to try one different things. We have date nights some nights and just or or we think of well, right now with the pandemic out we've been challenged in a lot of areas where that's concerned. But we, we'll do a dinner date out on our back porch. We just and we ask one another. We're we're concerned about one another. You know, I asked him what 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 would be awesome to you what's something different that we can do and, and he does the same so we pay attention to one another's um likes wants needs or desires and whatnot and and we move forward um from there but i think uh, i i would have to say on a personal level it's a situation to whereas um i can get creative he can get creative but it's it's nothing like I'll acknowledge his efforts and he'll acknowledge mine, but I like it better when I got a great understanding as to um, uh, what the, what that is and, and not have to, um, I guess you could say, go, go off of my own um, thoughts or process and whatnot. It, it's great to say, hey, honey, what would you like to do or whatever? But then uh, there are times that he just would prefer for me to pick or choose, you know?
2: Amen, amen. Anybody else have some feedback on that question? What about you, Amy? Let's go to you. Okay. I'm going to say you uh, have to be honest with each other. Make sure you got the, you know, your goals are set and that you're working on goals together, not separately. Um, Make sure you talk and keep the line of communications open. Amen. So, now you have any feedback on that. Um, I'll just say my idea is just having um, understanding with each other and really just stay true to your relationship. Don't try to compare your relationship to nobody else because I feel like that will bring a lot of, um, you know, problems to the, the um, relationship. So, just being motivated and, and staying true to your relationship no one else's. Amen. Sister time you have any feedback on that question for me? You restate your question for me. I, thought, yeah, I do. While in a relationship, how do you stay focused and motivated? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay, okay. okay. I can a little better. Okay. To me, to stay focused and motivated is knowing that my faith, number one, is in God. We're on the same path. We're, we're wanting, we're desiring the same thing. Having open communication and being and having honest and integrity with one another. Um, doing things together to build a relationship, not just a one-way trap. Like one person is doing all the work and the other one's not. You have to be both putting in the, the same effort and praying together and wanting and, um, the same things and just being committed to one another. How, how do you turn a negative day into a positive before you get home to your spouse? Someone has feedback going on. Can you please mute your phone if you're not speaking? Um, the question again was, how do you turn a negative day into a positive before you get home to your spouse or significant other? Uh, Sister Tony. I'm going to have to come back to you again.
1: Uh, she, Her line is disconnected. You have to come back. She's not here right now.
2: Okay, thank you. Um, Sister Amy. Well, I'm going to say I start, I, I pray every day, I pray all day, pray for, you know, try to stay positive. I do get upset sometimes and mad, but I feel like if I'm mad about something or something that's, you know, bothering me at my job, I try to leave it at work. I don't try to bring it home and, you know, I feel like i got to make you more miserable, make you more mad. So I just try to, you know, leave it alone. I pray about it and I just keep it moving. Amen. Sister Sharice. What' do you think about that? What's your would,
3: comments on it? What's I would definitely thought? ha i would de- I would definitely have to say that that's a choice like anything else um um uh, when it comes to your personal feelings or endeavors um I, I'm so that it is up to and and this is a majority of people it is up to your spouse or significant other to be the person in your life. Um, to make you happy, but happiness is a choice. I don't put that responsibility on my husband. That's, that's not his responsibility. I have to be happy with me first. The things that he does for me and the relationship and communication that we share make me happy, but it's, it's my decision as to whether or not I want to be happy or not. And I think the same for me the same would apply when it comes to bringing my negative day into my home. That's a choice for me not to do that. So regardless of um, of what I've had going on, when I step into this door, this is a whole nother world for me. So I re I choose to release that. I just I, I, it just it's important for me to make that a choice of mine. I, I choose to release that. I don't choose to bring that. Into my home and into my environment here with my husband. Um, And again, I just I would definitely have to say it's a choice. It's not it's not about me turning the day around or anything. It just has to be a choice for me to say, okay, that doesn't belong here. (laughs) I'm gonna release that and leave that on the other side of my door. And when I walk in the door, it's, hi honey, how was your day? And I don't, I'm not concerned about the things that happen. And depending upon what it is, yeah, it can definitely get you down. But in that instance, then there's a conversation that needs to be had. Honey, I mean, I've had an awful day and let me tell you what happened. And, you know, he can say, well, you know, here, here's what you should do. Or he can say, okay, well, that's, that day is behind you. But it has to be a choice, I would say.
2: Amen. Sister Dallas, do you have anything on that? Um, well, I agree with what um, what they both said, but what Amos said about praying, I feel like you just, whatever the situation is, you pray about it and you just give it to God and allow him to um, handle it from now. So, if, you know what I'm saying? Like, soon as something happens, you know, you pray and give it to God. I, don't, I feel like you shouldn't let it linger around and you know by you complaining I like, gonna make the situation better. So I just say just pray about it and just give it to God immediately so it won't, you know, affect the rest of your day. Amen. Sister Tanya back with us. Sister Tanya. Okay. Um what are or do you think there are five ways to know if you have married well and if so what are those five things Sister Tanya Sister Cherie what are the five ways to know that you have married well in a relationship. If, if I'm understanding
3: the question um, correctly, I, I don't, I, I wouldn't, uh, I, I, it's, it's difficult to answer that in, in a way because I think that would have to do with each and every person's individual um, um, goals in life as to whereas, you know, for me, it was a choice to be equally yoked um, if I'm, properly understanding the question. It was a choice to be equally yoked. I I wanted my husband to be a godly man. I wanted us to be able to we can laugh and talk together, but I wanted us to be able to pray together. Those things. I think it it, it depends on the, the level and order of importance in an individual. Um, uh, again, for me, it had to be godly. I was not necessarily concerned about him being financially well-off because I figured that if we were both goal-setters and go-getters that we could accomplish anything together um, as a team. So I wanted him, it was my preference that he be a team-oriented person and um, that he definitely put God before me and, you know, along with a few other things. But I I guess I would have to say that was, um, those were the two top things at at the top of my list, um, to have a God-fearing man and to have someone um, who was, uh respectful of me who wanted to be a team player that we could sit out and accomplish anything um together and everything else it just kind of um fell in line you know outside of um you know being already in love with one another but I okay. didn't. I, I chose not to choose. and put it like that. I, I waited on God to, to send me my husband now, so that I knew that he had everything that God needed or, or, or need, knew I needed.
2: <laughs> okay, you mentioned something in um, in your statement to uh, Marion Wells. You said equally yoked. That was one of my questions. Yes. So. Yeah. Um, in your terms and what it means to you, what does equally yoked mean in a relationship, or equally yoked? Period.
3: Um, for for me, I I felt that it meant someone that was um was spiritually grounded, who knew God and had a personal relationship with Him, or was in the process of building a personal relationship with with God, and that. That was of utterly importance to him, God was at the forefront of his life and and the choices that he made and he was being led by the holy spirit and 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 not by uh, not by worldly affairs and whatnot i i just i felt that he was it was that was a man who had God at the forefront of his life um because i as a as a woman that where I was, uh, or am God, God is at the forefront of my life. So I needed to understand that the, that was the same. You had the same thing going on. Okay.
2: Amen. So you're equally yoked with your husband. In, in other words, that's what you're telling me. Yeah. Amen.
3: Absolutely. That's what I'm telling you.
2: Okay sister Amy, can you answer those questions for me? Um, yeah. The five well, I don't know five. I know a couple I said you need to be able to support each other, you need to have the same goals again, you need to have the same beliefs. You need to trust to have trust. Um you should be able to read you know, when something's going on with the other one, you should you should kinda of pick up on that. You should already have a feeling you should know something's going on and try to you know, be compassionate with each other and find out what's going on so you can discuss the problem. Okay. Um, I don't know. That was three. I was trying to think of the fourth thing. Um, I said support. Um, should, should love each other. That's a main one, I guess, is love. Amen. And to be equally yoked, I say it's like um. I guess as in a Christian perspective, you're both Christians. You have the same goals, same beliefs. You're working together. You know, um, you just have the same, you mess well. I'm going to say it like that. So um, in your relationship, do you think you're equally yoked or are you equally yoked? Uh, I'm gonna say, and I think I'm equally yoked. You, you, we we'll be equally yoked. Once you in a relationship, you gotta make sure y'all, like I said again, have the same goals. You talk to each other, you support each other, and you, the, you striving for the betterment of you as far as in God's eyes. You know, want to live the correct way. Y'all want to do do it together. And you advance and move on, move together. Okay, so you are you equally yoked. Am I equally, well, I'm not married, but I think I'm, I'm dating someone I do think I'm equally young. We're equally young. Okay. Dallas, what do you think about that question? Even though you're single, um, from a single person's perspective, what do you think would be the five ways of knowing that you found that that right person for you? Mm-hmm. I would say someone you know who put God first before making any decisions um I would say uh, understanding respectful um, I would say somebody who you know communication, I guess like good communication. And well, instead of communication, I say like trust and like I can trust. You know what I'm saying? And that's for let me see five. Someone who you know force say somewhere and say like supportive. You know what I'm saying? Everybody needs like somebody to like you know support them or to know somebody support them. So I say that oh well, somebody who brings brings you peace. So I just say, they're something. Fire moment. Hello? I said Uh, said my five ways of knowing that you're married well are, number one, marrying well is about finding a spouse who makes you better. If single, finding a mate who makes you better. Number two, fighting fair. Two different people with two different ideas, opinions, and feelings are bound to disagree. But here's the thing. It's not about what you fight about at all. It's about how you fight about it. When you marry well, you found someone who's willing to communicate and converse in a way that brings resolution and intimacy, not in a way that brings isolation and contention. The third one, I say you support one another. Your mate is your biggest fan and vice versa. Support comes in so many different ways, shapes, and forms. In a good marriage or relationship, you don't compete with one another. You support one another. My fourth one is you enjoy one another's company. You know you married well or in a good relationship when there's no one you'd rather spend time with and do life with. Of course, we all need friends and community to thrive. But in the context of marrying well, you marry someone who you can't get enough of. My fifth one is to grow together. Marrying well doesn't mean you cover one another's flaws. Because the reality is through marriage or relationships, you're likely exposing their flaws. No one is perfect and there will always be a level of flaws that come out through the context of marriage but when you marry well you find a spouse who is willing to acknowledge their sins and struggles confess, grow and seek change you'll find that you're growing together each step of the way you'll find that the person you married is today is even better wiser and kinder than the person you married a decade ago you find a willingness willingness to grow in your relationship with one another and most importantly, yet your relationship with God. So those are my five things. So, do goes. you think? <laughs> thank you. So, do you think that you should stay with a person if you have different values, Sister Dallas? Uh, you said, "Do I think I should what? Stay with a person if you have if they have different values." If y'all have different um, beliefs on different things. You said should I favor them? Like, do what they do? They, stay in a relationship with them. Oh. Be uh-huh. content with what they have going on. Because they they value something different from what you value. I would just say, like, the main thing, if we don't, like, you know, see. God, like, it's a non-believer, I guess, but, like, if it's not that, then no, because, you know, like, everybody's not the same, man. You know, everybody, you know, it, basically everybody not the same, so I can't just, you know, get mad or feel <laughs> some type of way. Because, you know, you're going to always, you know, disagree sometime with people, but if it's, like, nothing too bad, then I don't see a problem with it. Oh, yeah. Amen. Okay. Does you have anything to add to that? Well, I'm going to say if you're not, I mean, you should say it again. If you have different values, is that what you said? I say, so do you think that you should stay with a person if you have different values? Yes. What should you say with? Well, I'm going to say if you really feel like you and that person can Meet in the middle and y'all can come to an agreement where y'all are going to be on the same page. But I feel like if you value something, you go in one direction, you you know, y'all going in two different directions, I don't think it'll work. Because I feel like you going one way, they going the other way. How y'all going to meet together and work things out and, you know, support each other if your values are the same values that they have. That's just my opinion, though. But it, I don't know. I don't think that would. it I, don't, I just don't think it'll work because I feel like you going one way, he going the other way. Where y'all going to meet up at? You know how you're going to get together and try to accomplish goals together if he valuing something different than what you value. Amen. Unless, you know, you work together and y'all can change each other. To come to the same agreement and y'all are both on the same page, you know, believing in God, trusting in God with everything, having faith. But other than that, no, I don't think that works. work. Amen.
0: I, I don't think you
2: should say with i not necessarily what well, you, know, you shouldn't say. I don't think they should say yet. I'm sorry. I worded that wrong. <laughs> amen uh, I heard someone trying to say something yeah Dallas uh, I was saying I had a question okay so Amy when you say like if y'all not seeing eye to eye or going like separate ways like what like what you think that would be what would that have to be for you to not you mean, see eye to you eye would, say together? yeah like what would that be that you think would like an example of why y'all wouldn't see eye to eye like on what besides uh, like i'm saying mm-hmm. yeah no i was saying like but, besides yeah. like not believing in god and one dude but like something else how would it work um no like what would it have well, to just, be like what would the the reason be that y'all would see eye to eye like what would that person have to be into that you're not let's see um let me think on that a minute dallas coming with a question i did mm-hmm. answer. somebody put it in the right words. okay um just sister sheree you have any take on that and we'll come back to amy so she can answer dallas question
3: okay so i i feel that um that that is um that would be a question per individual i feel as though Everybody, any individual person has a core set of values. I myself have a core set of values. Um, it, it was important to me that my, my husband and I could agree on that core set of values. Anything um, I didn't expect for him to be the same or like the same thing, and it was up to me as to as to it oh, it's up to me and up to him, to be honest with you, to say whether or not this or that the other was a deal breaker for the other, and that was something that we established um, in the beginning. In the beginning, I could say, you know, oh, is this what you like, or is that what you do? Oh, well, that's a deal breaker for me. So then it would be up to him to decide as to whether or not, okay. You're important enough for me to change that particular thing, or can you work with me on it? It was it was up to him to be able to say that, or for us to either come together and, like she said, meet in the middle and come up with a compromise. But me as an individual, I have uh, what I would consider my core set of values, and when he met me on that, when, when we could gel together on that, Anything else I, I wasn't expecting to be the same and I, and I think it goes along with uh, each individual person and, and each individual person um, set of expectations that they have you know yourself and, and what he or she does that's a, a funny story um, my husband was a smoker and I'm not a smoker nobody in my family smokes, and so when I realized he was a smoker I said you know hey um, I just really don't like that, and he was like, "You don't, you don't like the fact that I smoke? I don't have to smoke around you." And I said, "No, I don't." And he said, "Well, is it like I don't have to smoke around you, or is it like a
2: deal breaker for you?"
3: And I said, "Honestly, it's a deal breaker for me. Like, I just, I don't, I don't like that. That's just not my thing. I, I didn't come from a family that smoked. We just don't smoke. I don't. It's not anything that. That's a deal breaker for me." The smell of it makes me sick to my stomach. And so he decided that I was important enough for him to say, okay, I'm going to put these cigarettes down because I'm not going to miss out on the opportunity of a love of my lifetime um, over these cigarettes. But time passed, years passed, stress came on, and he eventually picked those cigarettes back up. But it was a little bit too late to say it's a deal breaker. I you'd to put a ring on my finger and we've been married for years. So we had to kind of meet in the middle and compromise and say, you know, if you're going to smoke, you got to do it over here. Because I still don't like that. But it can no longer be a deal breaker for me because we're husband and wife now. So... Is something that we meet in the middle on. So I think it's a core set of values that each and every individual has, and they have to decide as to whether or not that's a deal breaker or not. And I think it's important to understand your own personal core set of values to know what you can and will not do or tolerate.
2: Amen. Amen. You ready, Amy? I'm going to try. Yeah, <laughs> ready. Okay. Okay, so I feel like she said, "What would one of the what's a reason for you not to be able to be together?" Not saying being a Christian, right? You talking about something yeah. different. Okay, so I'm gonna say maybe if say if Christians are gonna come up anyway with me, but you know, like say you grew up in church, he grew up on the street. He liked to do drugs. He liked to hang out, like to smoke. Um, you know, just don't have no respect for for nothing. Do his own thing. You'll never. Mm-hmm. I feel like it'll never work because y'all are two opposite people and y'all ain't trying to come together. So okay. I feel like you got to have at least one or two goals in mind where you can work towards trying to be together, you know, to become one. Yeah. 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 Okay. Amen. But I don't um. say you can't. Sometimes you can change a person. You know, sometimes it'll, it'll, you can change them. Maybe to come over to the right side. But I don't know. That's a long shot sometimes. It's depending I guess on what their mind is at that point.
0: Okay.
1: Can I can I add something in there? Go ahead. Um you know, listening listening to that and listening to everybody's answer. Uh I guess one of the main things is is to make sure um uh, that your relationship uh, your most important relationship with God and, right. and, and his son and the Holy Spirit is is decent and in order and, and on point you have that relationship because no relationship is going to work unless you have that that relationship there in order and then and then you have to ask God to to, to make your relationship with yourself uh, a, a well-rounded bonded relationship that you love you, that you care about you, you know what I'm saying, that you you, you, you don't mind, uh, uh, you, you know, learning, being taught, also acknowledging your own flaws, holding yourselves accountable. But then most importantly, that we all are able to identify what God says in Galatians five twenty two and 23 about being able to identify the fruit of the Spirit in ourselves and in the person that we... We, we have our, our eyes on, you know, whether, whether whether or not you're already married. For those that are married already out there, let's make sure that we're able to stay in that area uh, practicing and, it, 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 you know, exhibiting the fruit of the spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And, and, and as long as we have those things within self, and and the the person that 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 we are with or in a relationship or married to, listen. Those qualities you should have already know if you're already married. You should know the person before you marry them, okay. And then and then uh, uh, in, in a relationship, you, we have to get to a place where, I said this is a Bible study tonight, We have to make sure that we are, are for those that are not married that you are, and if you're dating seeing someone, that that's where you want to be. That's where you need to be, not just for uh, uh, different purposes, but for the most important that your heart is there. You know what I'm saying? And that's where you want to spend the rest of your life. You know, we have to get to a place where now uh, it's time to make decisions about our lives and and, and marrying, uh, getting into marriage is a giant step. And that's not something that, you know, uh, we shouldn't take lightly. Uh, uh, you know what I'm saying, we should pay close attention to it and making sure that we are equally yoked with that person all the way around, holistically, you know what I'm saying? You can't change anybody, I can't change nobody. They have to want to change for themselves. But you have to exhibit the quality and the goodness of the Lord so that they can see and know what it is that that, that is expected of them so that they can change themselves to come along and walk with you in God. Amen. Thank you.
2: Amen. Amen. Um, We discussed in Bible study tonight about being uh, submissive to your spouse. Um, What do you think about that? Um, The floor is open. Amy Dallas. Tanya, if you can hear me. The same. Yes, ma'am. I think that you do have to, I mean, you're supposed to be submissive, but I'm going to say, you know, a lot of people don't understand where submissive comes in as far as you being married, as far as God. Amen. Because a lot of people think, I mean, I feel like not a lot of people say, some people think that by seeing the word, hey, you're submissive, that you you got to do this when I say do it, you do this when I say do it, we're going to do this because I said it and you should be, this is what you're supposed to be doing. And I feel like that's the wrong kind of uh what's right. word I'm looking for. The wrong connotation, I guess, is what I mean. Yes. Amen. But, I mean, we are supposed to be submissive, but I feel like if y'all on the same page, that should right. come naturally anyway. That should come because it's part of marriage. And it's part of being, you know, with your husband, being submissive. But I feel like also the man is submissive, to be submissive also to the woman and certain things also. You know, I guess both ways. You're both supposed to be on that level where you can be. You don't have to be, like, demanding of it or you know, if it's something you want done, you don't have to, well, you should this because it's what you're supposed to do. You know, but you don't have to always say that. It should be a, a mutual understanding where you all already know what you want with each other, which, how you want to do it. Okay.
0: Give me
1: some cornbread, woman. Oh, I'm just playing. I'm sorry.
2: What you think about that, Dallas? Can you um restate that question again? Tonight we discussed being submissive In Bible study What's your take on being submissive in a relationship Or submissive period Um Just basically making a commitment with each other And just you know Being on the same page And having you know Understanding for whatever the situations That may come up in the relationship And um You know just being all in for real You know, no half-stepping and everybody, you know, both people are playing a part, you know, to make it a whole and not just, you know, one-sided or, you know, just no understanding going on and just stuff like that. That's all. Okay. Um, Do you cater to your mates? If single, do you or would you cater to your mate? Doubt. Um, yeah, I feel like you should, you know, just so you can, you know, just before, you know, you get married and stuff, I feel like you should do all of that just to, you know, fill everything out and, you know, to know what that person like, what they don't like and I feel like you should do, what you do in a, um. A marriage, I feel like you should do it in a relationship because you never know that relationship can lead to a marriage. You know what I'm saying? You should probably just give it your all, I would say. But um, that's not normal nowadays, like, for my generation and stuff, like, doing all that. But I feel like that should, you know, you should cater and do all that before, you know, getting married and stuff. Um, How much of a role does physical attraction play in courtship and in marriage? Can you say that one more time? How much of a role does physical attraction play in
1: courtship and in marriage?
2: I can't hear. Um, you said we're after role? Can you say that one more time?
1: You sound muffled.
2: How much of a role does physical attraction play in courtship and in marriage? um, I feel like it plays it's not like just a huge part, but I feel like how you present- your, how you present yourself uh is very important because I feel like you would want to show spouse to look you know good and whatever like that, but I want to say like. So certain speak as into like going to get your body done and stuff like that I don't think that's should be important at all for real for real I feel like the person should you know like you for who you are you know what I'm saying but you know how we was talking about like how we put present ourselves and stuff like that I do feel like that's important but you know when it comes to doing stuff to your body I feel like you only doing it because you see others doing it so I don't feel like that's important to try to change too much like that for somebody okay based on the physical attraction that is that's something that you like about them hmm his, his eyes could just mesmerize you and stuff yeah I feel like oh, are you <laughs> ma'am are you single Yes, ma'am. Or are you in a relationship? I'm single. Oh, okay. Yeah. So what physical attributes that catch that, uh, your eye with a man when you see a young man? Do you like a man that walks around with his pants sagging? Or you like a man that's well-dressed? that's well-dressed, you on? ma'am. What turns you on? Oh. Um, I just say like what they have on and they teeth. Um, they they smile and stuff like that. And yeah, yeah so you go out with Dracula? So you wouldn't talk to a guy looking like Kyle Dracula by the mouth? <laughs>
0: no uh, man. No,
2: <laughs> no. He can know. go and have cosmetic do. surgery done on yeah, his mouth. If you, you can, right? You can encourage him. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but I don't know if it would get that far. I don't know. I ain't trying to be judgmental like that, but I don't, I don't know. I mean, you should, you know, no. Would you? <laughs> <laughs> if I'm into that person, and um. He has some physical attributes that if that I'm looking for as far as a God fearing man and all of that, but I'm telling you right now, his shoes can't be ran over. None of that. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh his mouth so he can work <laughs> with that. He may have some work with his shoes too, with his with his physical appearance. Yeah, I, I think I, I could I work with him. it all depends on his how his heart is, and if he's God fearing and he loves the Lord. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cause I always said I had a type, but now, like that, I'm just getting older. I feel like it's more important to find somebody, like you said, that's God fearing, because it's just not so many people that I come across now that we can just really have a conversation about God. So I feel like, you know, maybe the older I get, I start feeling like that. What you think about that, Amy? Well, I'm going to say, yeah, um, I'm, I probably wouldn't look at a person. If they, I, I mean, if he was a God-fearing, very nice guy, we could probably be friends. But if he didn't have his teeth was messed up or you know, he got one of his friends in his hair, he wearing tight clothes, um, that just wouldn't work for me. You know, and I would wish him the best for somebody else, but that just wouldn't work for me. But I, mean, I, you know, if he god fearing, I like you know. Got to have a good a mind of his own. Got to have goals. Very independent person. You know, he know where he's going in life, what he want in life. He cute. He's sexy. He's fine. He muscular. You know, he he got a, a very nice personality. Can meet a stranger. And they can be, you know, he don't wouldn't meet a stranger. Just an all around a great a good guy, but he's very god fearing. Um. Yeah, but I, if you, you know, had some things going on, I don't think I would, you know, it wouldn't be right for me. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. Reverend, you have anything you would like to add to that? <laughs> would you date a woman that was looking like uh, my dear?
1: No, no, that's and okay. I, um, here. listen. Listen. One thing about it is, is that <laughs> Ooh, I'm still over here laughing. You know, you talk about the man about his teeth. He looking like Count Dracula. Take me to that movie. i have come to suck your blood. <laughs> anyway, uh, listen. We have to remember something. That, you know, we are human beings. We are made of flesh. We're gonna have those physical uh, uh, things that we look for. But, but you know what I'm saying. God wants us to, God says that he, he searches after a man's heart. Uh, We have to make sure that their heart is right. Uh, uh, And then we all going to have our different, you know what I'm saying? Qualities that we want in a person. We all, we all look for, we all, we all are like that. Uh, but, But God says something about that in Romans 12 and one. He tells us, he says, I beseech you therefore brethren, by the mercies of God that you present your bodies as a living sacrifice. Wholly acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. So first thing that we have to do is make sure that we present ourselves as godly men and women. First and foremost, Uh, because that's going to that that should be that should be the main thing that people see about us today, that we are men and women of God. You know what I'm saying? Doesn't matter what titles you have in front of your name, alphabets behind your name. You could be, you know what I'm saying? So your robbers md behind your name you know what i'm saying but that doesn't matter when it comes to what god is expecting so we should we should expect the same of ourselves that god expects we should look for the same that god looks for and and everybody said it you know what i'm saying uh godly being a godly person first somebody looking a certain way teeth th- this or all shoes all run over that that speaks of uh that speaks to me now me i'm talking about me now that speaks to a person's quality, speaks to their integrity, uh, and, and it also speaks to how much that they're going to care about you, based on how much they're not caring about themselves. Do you hear what I said? So, so if you are looking around here, you do not let yourself gain all this weight, your teeth falling out. I'm saying you're not doing anything to make that better. There's nothing that we can do together. All, all I can do is pray for you, because you're not going to give me anything to encourage me if you can't encourage yourself. So if they're looking a certain way, we have to think about how, how it's going to look with us, how it's going to start looking on us and what God's God expects of us as we present our bodies to him as a living sacrifice. Thank you. Amen. Amen. You.
2: Amen. Yeah. Oh one final question for you. Do you and your mate have a personal relationship with God if you're single? Are you looking for a personal relationship with God with your mate? Are you expecting him to have one? Floor is open to you or Amy, Dallas Amy. Um, i say Yes, I hope and pray that they do, you know, be on like a you know, what I'm on, like trying to get closer to God and stuff like that. Because I feel like us being able to talk about God would be important. I feel like that'd be a turn on, you know, like us being able to, you know, talk about God and stuff like that. So I feel like that's I feel like that's important. Having somebody who um is seeking god just as much as i am or even more you know what i'm saying and able to teach me things and you've been able to teach him Amen. what you think amy say that whole question again i said do you and your mate have a personal relationship with god or are you okay. looking for that person that has that personal relationship with God if you're single? Okay, I'm going to say that, um, yes, we both have a relationship with God. I'm going to say he has a strong relationship with God. Um, I say when I, well, I've been, you know, going to church all my life. Um, i always been in church. Um, but I did some things, you know, we shouldn't have done. Of course, I feel like we all went through stuff. But I'm going to say when I re-met this person, um, they just turned me into a whole changed my view on a lot of things as far as me going, you know, taking everything to God and me trying to go back to me praying about it or looking at it the way you're supposed to look at it and say, well, you know, God, putting God in. I'm going to say he did a lot of that, showed me a lot of that, and that's, I've changed, and that's why I do that now. But I've always had a relationship with God. I'm saying, it wasn't that a relationship He has with His God? With, I mean, with God, with His God, with God. But I feel like He brought me back around full circle just by watching a lot of stuff that He do, listening to the things that He says. You know. Um, so yeah, we both have a relationship with God. I'm saying my relationship has strengthened a lot from what it was before I met Him. Amen. Reverend Rogers, do you have any comments? Final
1: comments for the show. Yes, ma'am. I do. Thank you very much. Um, I just want to say this to everybody. This this has been a very powerful topic. You know what I'm saying? It's been going on, and and it seems like you might need to have a part three around here somewhere. Because uh, it, it, you know, uh, because everybody's not married, but you know what I'm saying, including just relationships in it is a powerful thing. So what I want to say is is that just everybody makes sure that you know what I'm saying that whoever that you're with. Whoever that you're married to, that uh, uh, God is first in everything. And and, and, and if 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 they're not, if, if he's not first in everything, make sure that that you you you're striving and walking towards that light. If nothing else, uh, 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 don't kick a person to the curb because they're not on the same level as you. You have to also remember that you know what I'm saying we were once in the darkness too, and we're striving every day to get better and closer to God anyway. So make sure, give give people room to to do that, but you know just make sure that you know. That uh, uh, that they're striving for that. In, in other words, try to spirit by the spirit. And in order for you to do that, you have to have a relationship with God first. All right. Uh, my other final comment is: don't forget to join us tomorrow night. We'll do this with the men uh, tomorrow night, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. And uh, uh, honor honor Black History. We do it every night. Honor who you are as a Black people, and, and, and strive to learn more about yourself, learn who you are and who's you are, and take better care of yourself mentally, physically, and spiritually. You know what I'm saying? Eat the right things, drink plenty of water, exercise, take better care of yourself, uh, enjoy life, cherish your life, and enjoy God first and foremost. God bless you. Thank you.
2: Amen. Um, Anybody else have any final comments before we end our show for tonight? If not, we're going to go ahead and say a prayer and pray us on out. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, I ask that you remove the spirits of negativity, the spirit of suicide, ungodly spirits, ungodly thoughts, and people who are not of you from around this ministry. Lord, Father, I pray that you remove jealous spirits and people with jealous spirits from around all of us and bind them up in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.
1: Amen. All right. Amen. Powerful for sure, thank you, ladies. Thank you for coming in and breaking chains. Uh, we 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 bust the devil in his head. He he mad, and we glad of that. He uh, uh he want us to come on, so we thank God for giving us this opportunity to break chains. Uh, love y'all. Ain't nothing you can do about it. We'll be back here tomorrow evening, 7 p.m. since Standard Time. The ladies will be back next Wednesday, 7.30 on the dot. Join them. We are Breaking Chains, YAT Radio. Good night, everybody. Peace. Love you. Good night, everybody. You've been listening to Breaking
0: Chains with P31 Ladies on YAT Radio, where each week we discuss the importance of female self-esteem, self-identity, and noble character. You can always get involved in the conversation by calling in at 858-357-9137 or catch the live stream at www.blogtalkradio.com backslash YAT radio. That's Breaking Chains, where we leave a mark that can't be erased by breaking the chains of silence. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW group void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.